another Restore Health Talk. I'm Ann Hackman, an integrative nutrition and metabolism coach. And I've got my friend and colleague, Dr. Stefania, a naturopathic doctor and metabolism health coach. Okay, so we are hopping on today to talk about and empower you with information on how to approach and understand and work through weight loss resistance, right? We all face that. So we're going to try to do a short talk today just to really explain what's happening in your body when you come about a plateau in your weight loss journey and give you some direction and some suggestions on how to move through that weight loss resistance season. All right, so stop, take it away. Let's just explain what, what, what we mean when we talk about weight loss resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like your the way that you described it as a season because it certainly is a um, part, um, a very common experience uh, when people are trying to lose weight. Um, and that's what weight loss resistance is. It's the inability to lose weight or to continue losing weight once weight loss has been achieved. Um, and typically, it, you know, it's in response to some changes, some really good changes that we've made around our nutrition and our lifestyle. Um, and so those things that we've been doing that have been supportive eventually um, aren't moving the needle anymore. And if you're like most people, this effect will likely uh, change your behavior in that you um, might stop doing those things, right? That's a very you know common um, response, and it makes sense. And uh, that's the last thing that we want to be doing. We want to, if if anything, maintain what we've currently been doing to lose the weight. Um, to you know, like you said, uh, get through that season, uh, which is a very common part of this process. I think if I could, um, if I could just encourage women in in one way, it would be that weight loss resistance and plateaus are part of the process. Like that is part of the process to regain and restore your health. Um, your, your body won't allow you to continue to just drop and drop and drop and drop without putting up some resistance again, right? It's, it's trying to protect us. So that key moment when we plateau, it's like, oh God, that's the moment where if we just stick with what we're doing, just with what we're doing and release our vision on the scale for a second, maybe even go into like a little bit more of an idea that we're in a maintenance season and then press back into the metabolism after a little bit of a maintenance season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great approach. Um, certainly maintaining the the nutrition or diet and lifestyle practices that resulted in weight loss, um, even if you're regaining weight, which can be really challenging. So there, you know, certainly there's a plateau, and then in some cases, um, gaining some weight. Um, but you know, this, like you said, it's it's a defense mechanism, um, and we understand, you know some parts of it, a lot of it, we still don't understand, but what what we do see is that under the hood, the metabolism is doing its part to um, favor the defense of body weight rather than to promote further weight loss. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, you know, we, we, we can see and measure metabolic changes, but those metabolic changes are causing behavioral responses 
which for a lot of people are below our conscious awareness. And this is where we have an opportunity to intervene and be very intentional about what we can do to maintain, as you said, so that we can eventually push forward and continue moving closer to our goals. Um, and so I, I think, you know, that's that's the opportunity that we can see from, from this season um, of weight loss. Is really to hold tight, work through, keep your lifestyle practices in place and mm -hmm. don't just assume because the scale has stopped moving or your results have stopped, you know, progressing that, um, that it's over, that it's time to throw in the towel and that it's not working anymore. It is literally just a matter of almost waiting out that season. Mm -hmm. but psychologically, yeah. we get frustrated, mm -hmm. right? We're like, okay, mm -hmm. forget it. I'm not going to go for a walk every day. I'm not going to lead with protein. Like, right. yeah. just because we don't see that immediate result. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Have you ever worked with anyone that hasn't hit a plateau or hit upon resistance? Mm -mm. Neither. Have you? No, mm -hmm. it's just part of it. Mm -hmm part of it. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. then you have that psychological part where you're throwing in the towels, so what's happening under the hood, yeah. what's happening in your brain, and then your natural response would be forget it. But yeah. what, what should we lean into? Like, give us kind of a, a, a list of what we should really lean into when that weight loss resistance hits. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's that's really, really key because we want to eventually promote sustainable um, and slow, you know, weight loss rates, right? Because we want to reduce that impact of metabolic compensation, right? Where um, the metabolism downshifts to prevent further, further weight loss, right? So there's this compensation effect. So um, weight loss strategies that promote, you know, slow and sustainable weight loss are always a good idea, you know, and that's just, um, you know, so that means no quick, um, uh, fast weight loss, um, uh, diets or exercise traps or anything like that. That's, um, I think a given, um, but certainly we, what we want to be doing is taking a break potentially from energy restriction. So if we're in a state of, of if, if we're in a caloric deficit, mm -hmm. uh, and that's been working until a certain point, then we want to look at, okay, how do we make, what does, um, maintenance look like? Mm -hmm. And so that might even be a little bit of an increase in total calories. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think that's crucial to uh, continued weight loss um, and preventing weight regain mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're somebody who during this period of time is noticing increased hunger. Uh, and so being able to recognize what that range looks like for maintaining and make, and being cognizant that we're not because of increased hunger, increased cravings going over that. Um, that can, you know, it can just be helpful to bump calories up a little bit to give a bit of wiggle room for that. Mm -hmm. um, but also tracking, tracking calories can be, you know, a really good way to, to be mindful of that. And if you're not someone who's into tracking, you know, calories, that's okay. I think most of us don't want to be doing that for long periods of time, but even just a food diary Mm -hmm. um, is really powerful because being aware of what you're eating and just having that intention of writing it down changes what we eat. Um, I think yeah. that's a really key point. I, um, I think sometimes tracking, uh, you know, like tools like my fitness pal get a little bit of a bad rap and people are turned mm -hmm. off by them. 
I, I think if we can open our mind to view them as a tool that gives us information versus mm -hmm. the tool that we use to put restrictions on ourselves, like I yes. feel like it's not about restricting, it's about understanding what's in what we're eating, right? Are we getting mm -hmm. enough protein and yes. like what's the balance? Are we are we real heavy on carbs? Like where what's actually going into our body from an energy standpoint? It can mm -hmm. be an amazing tool if we set our mind at using it as a tool. Yes, absolutely. I think you you explained it perfectly. There is this idea that it's it's really just for tracking every single calorie and I see it in a in a I I, I see it as being that tool of a, uh, that we can use for just getting insight about generally how we're eating, eating behaviors, uh, how frequently we're eating, are we getting enough, you know, protein, those really sort of big um, macro goals, as opposed to, did I eat 1200 calories or, you know, 1250 calories? I think that there, that's less meaningful, although certainly important. We still want to be managing our calories, but there's so much more information that we, that we can gather from a food diary than just total calories. And you're right that people tend to think it's just calories. Um, and we really want to see we, we want to get a lot more information than just calories from, from, from these, um, tools. Absolutely. Yeah. And that pivotal moment where, um, where a woman starts to see that weight loss resistance set in, that's usually not the moment to go in. And if you are tracking, reduce your calories, like that's going to work against your metabolism. So it's this whole counterintuitive thing, right? Like you don't want to take a more restrictive approach when you run into weight loss resistance. You want to let yourself come into a maintenance approach, give your body a little time to rest and um, mm -hmm. then move back into the weight loss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think you've said it perfectly. So, um, just what, what practices, you know, we talked about paying attention to your food, tracking it, not reducing calories, keeping up your, um, just your health practices that have gotten you to the point that you're at. Yes. What other things can we pay attention to, um, when it comes to working through this season of resistance? Mm -hmm. I would say another really important piece, at least um, from, from what the research is showing, is that increasing protein intake mm -hmm. um, is really important, at least it, from the perspective of maintaining um, lean muscle mass, mm -hmm. especially as we get hold, older, it's really easy to lose that and it's really difficult to gain it back. And when we aren't controlling for protein first, like prioritizing protein and we lose weight, if we're not prioritizing the protein and supporting lean muscle mass, then weight loss is going to be fat and muscle. And we really want it to be more of the fat than the muscle. Mm -hmm. um, our muscle is uh, metabolically active tissue. So we, we really want to be supporting um, that. And so um, even from a satiety perspective, it, it is a very satiating macronutrient. So leaning into it means that we can feel, you know, more, uh, we can feel full and that fullness can last longer, which can, you know, certainly support our nutrition and eating habits, but it also can, um, uh, you know, really, really support uh, body composition goals. So 
you know, it's kind of the many benefits sort of wrapped into, into just into one there with the protein. So I would say really focusing on getting um, the appropriate protein needs for your body weight uh, and your, and your goals and recognizing that um, as we get older, we actually need to have, um, let's say more protein, mm-hmm. um, you know, compared to, let's say if we were in our twenties, you know, we wouldn't need as, as much protein in, in one sitting um, uh, to have the same effect. So we also have to keep that in mind. And I think for, especially with females, it's probably the hardest mm-hmm. macronutrient to prioritize in the diet. And it's the one that we, I think is, we need the most. And I'm just thinking from a, um, a bone health perspective, a muscle health perspective, a mobility perspective and a metabolism perspective. Uh, so that one would be uh, big and then slowing weight loss results or weight loss. I think I talked about that as well uh, a bit earlier where we want to be taking an approach that's more sustainable and slow as opposed to like rapid weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, exercise. Uh, but this goes really back to um, maintaining the, the practices that have supported weight loss to this point. And so if exercise was part of it, we don't want to be throwing in the towel and neglecting those practices uh, as as frustrating as as it, as it can be that those things are no longer you know working it's not that they're not working it's just the metabolism is adapting <laughs> and uh, you know during this weight maintenance phase we can still maintain those practices knowing that um, they're still benefiting us from a metabolic perspective mm-hmm. um, and so we're optimizing the body to continue losing, you know, fat in the future by maintaining those practices. And I think resistance training is a huge part of that. Um, and, uh, and then just being mindful of our, of our movement patterns. So in this state where the metabolism is downshifted, there is this reduction in, um, energy and most of us don't realize it. Um, but if it was tracked, um, you would likely see just less spontaneous movement, mm-hmm. you know, and that's normal. And so, you know, this could be for a variety of, of reasons. The thyroid could be part of it, but we just kind of see this downshifted metabolism, which means less energy around. And so we want to be very intentional about our, our walks mm-hmm. and our, the activities of, of, um, that we have been, um, you know, really consistent with, whether that's household chores or yard work or parking the car far away to get more steps like whatever those behaviors were, we want to be um, consistent with those and, and, and just being mindful of our, of our activity levels. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that happens, like you said, and we don't even realize it. Like we think we're eating as much as we were and, and, and we're not. So, okay. We hit against this resistance. The scale stops moving. Traditionally, we all kind of panic and we, you know, go Mm -hmm. a lot further with the calorie restriction or we get frustrated and we give up altogether. But Mm -hmm. the message is this is a normal part of the process of weight Mm -hmm. loss and that you're not alone (laughs) if it's happening to you. It happens literally to every client we work with and that maintaining the practices that got you to your current state of health um, is the number one most important thing to do, right? To keep yourself at that space or around that space. Like, don't panic if you even gain a pound or two. And mm-hmm. 
be open to a season of just working on maintaining that weight, maintaining those practices. I love your ideas about focusing on protein, maybe even adding a little resistance training, making sure you keep your movement up and just like almost riding out the storm mm-hmm. to give your body the ability for the metabolism to adapt again and then mm-hmm. go back into your weight loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great summary. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said. Awesome. Yeah. And, and of course, the psychological piece and all of that, right? Just being mindful of it, I think can help put people in a better space to what we just, if we expect it, then when it happens to us, at least we, we can approach it from a place of understanding versus it can still be frustrating and, you know, not pleasant, but at least we understand what's happening. And so we can be more um, patient and understanding with our bodies and more cognizant of those behavioral responses. So we can be in control of them because we can't control the metabolism side of things, not really a little bit, but not fully, but our behavior, we can be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for hopping on today, Steph. Um, If um, anybody has questions, you can uh, reach us at, on Instagram. I'm Ann M. Hackman and Steph, what's your Instagram? Uh, Stefania. So dr.stefania. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks.